Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. No doubt about it. Things are crazy right now. Just read a paper. A second thought, don't. You're listening to something rock solid. Something to depend on. Believe in. Expert information on gaming. Arts. And more. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level two. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Redskin. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people, the bust them, and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Monday Night Meltdown continues. Sirius XM Channel 159. Thank you to Eli Gold for stepping up and then joining us. We're not done. George Kurtz will kick it with us. On uh, the loudest station in the nation, Rick Saratella will step up and in, uh, as well as the New England Patriots beat the Buffalo Bills 14-10. And even though it was 14-10, somehow it felt like the Bills were down by more all the time, didn't it? Even though they weren't. Um, you know, missed field goal was massive because they just would have needed a field goal after the fact, but shoulda, coulda, woulda, didn't. And uh, if ends and butts were candies and nuts, the Buffalo Bills wouldn't choke all the time. Now, when you look at the box score of the game, it almost it's like a typo almost. It's like, are you sure you got to hit refresh? So Josh Allen was 15 of 30 for 145 yards and a touchdown. Meanwhile, Matt Jones was two for three. That's right, two for three for 19 yards. Two for three for 19 yards on the football game. Damian Harris, 10 carries. 10 carries, 111 yards. I'll tell you what, uh, Stevenson did some damage, but did he? I mean, the guy had 24 carries and 78. He averaged 3.3 yards a clip. Right? Damian Harris averaged 11.1 yards a clip because of the one big run. Like, the Bills' defense did a good job for the most part. It's hard, and it's actually, it's like a lesson, actually. I think, you know, I've always wondered about this. Like, why don't teams just do whatever would work more instead of, like, running your playbook? Because basically, then people are going to wonder, why are we paying this offensive coordinator $2.8 million a year when we can just run the ball every play and then be as effective? It's the same thing. Like, you notice, like, you know, when they can't, if they don't have a field goal kicker or whatever, like, look at the Patriots. They went for it because they didn't want to take it, you know, go for the extra point and kick the extra point, and they got it. You see it all the time where it's like, oh, we don't have a punter, so we have to go for it, and it works out more for you. It's freaking hard, man, to stop a team when they're running the ball on every play. It's just, it's, it's physically, it's, it's physically tiring. It's physically exhausting. As I stated, the Bills did a good job. You know, don't be fooled by the numbers. You know, like I said, so there was a seven, there was a 64-yard run. All right, there was a 64-yard run and there was a 16-yard run as far as long runs are concerned for the Patriots. So it's 82 yards. 82 yards out of the 222 that they rushed for. And they ran the ball 46 times. 
So, essentially, you know, it's not hard to figure out that the Bills stuffed them basically 42 freaking times, 44 times. And, you know, this was on the offense. This loss is on the offense, purely on the offense. If you look at the Bills, you know, Josh Allen went over his rushing prop, and thank God he did. Although, this is why you had to get in on it last night, and we talked about it. I, I can't help the, the, the movement of the numbers, man. It went up to 40 and a half, and he finished with 39, of course. The FanDuel's on boost was 39 and a half. The late night anger management class, this is Sports Rage. Who ruined your Monday? The wind. <laughs> the wind. Against the wind. Yeah, they were going against the win tonight, 14-10. Final score, the New England Patriots uh, right now are the top uh, seed. The playoff picture is pretty interesting in the National Football League, and it's going to make every game pretty cool. It sort of has that college football feel to it, where like every week is starting to become like, yeah, you better win, and especially against who you're playing against, depending on what division you're in or what conference uh, you're in. But I'll tell you what. If it's a good thing that we're not voting and there's not a committee because the committee would not be impressed with the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots would be New England Patriots or the Oklahoma State, <laughs> right? Let's see if they can keep doing this. Uh, but they're, they're the hot team right now. The Patriots are nine uh, and the four. The Buffalo Bills are going to have to start to be concerned about, you know what? Are we even going to make the playoffs? Uh, right now, as it is, they're hanging on barely. All right, they're up by half a game on a, on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, oh, yeah, by the way, the Pittsburgh Steelers on the tiebreaker against the Buffalo Bills because that was just another sort of, oh, yeah, that was an off day for the Bills as well. If you've noticed, the Bills have had quite a few off days. And, in fact, the Bills have played 12 games, and five of them have been, oh, we're off. Right? It's getting a little old. And you're hanging on for dear life right now. And now, suddenly, how big is this Pittsburgh Steelers game? Like, if you're the Buffalo Bills, two and a half weeks ago, everyone's, you know, the Super Bowl favorites. I didn't think he should have been. And Josh Allen was the MVP favorite. I didn't think he should have been. And here we are now, two weeks later, and before it was like, wow, the Bills aren't even in first place anymore. Well, I'll tell you what. If the Pittsburgh Steelers win on Thursday night, the Buffalo Bills won't even be in the playoffs anymore. And, oh, yeah, they're playing Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How is your night going? And you wonder why the Buffalo Bill players are suddenly coming up an attitude with the media and everybody seems a little bit uh, tight and tense. Um, yet, whatever, man. You know what I mean? Like, how many moods can the, you know, the Buffalo Bills go through this year? I've heard it all. I've seen it all. Oh, they're, they're mad now. Oh, you know, they're focused after that. Oh, they're mad. They, you know, they're focused. They're angry. They're this. They're that. They're everything else besides winners. Pittsburgh Steelers and the Minnesota Vikings. Massive. They're all big, baby. This one's big. The late night anger management class is always big. This is sports rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. 
Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. I am Renzi. The late night anger management class. The loudest station in the nation. Sports Grid Radio Networks. The mightier 1090. Um, the LA Kings get defeated by the Vancouver Canucks 4 nothing tonight. Uh, we were on the Canucks and the under, as uh, we said on Game Time Decisions this evening. It's one of those deals. New coach, new regime, and all that. Does It's not always automatic. Philadelphia lost. We're playing a really good team. <clears throat> uh, but Vancouver been a pretty good under team, actually. Like when they're, you know, so we, we did like the under tank goes under 4 nothing is the final in the end, 14-10, so there was nearly as many points as there was. So there's more goals than it was passes by the Patriots tonight. And it just blows my mind that the Bills, like, somehow are the ones to do this all the time. Let's bring in George Kurtz, Sports Grid Radio Network's George Kurtz. George, I brought this up on Game Time Decisions tonight. The Bills played the Browns, like, when Derek Anderson was the quarterback of the Browns. I don't know, it was like 10, 12 years ago, whenever it was. And... There was a snowstorm in Buffalo. It was late in the season. They both sucked. It was a snowstorm. It was really, really bad, though. It was, like, horrible, like, worse than today type stuff, like visibility, like thick snow. And the Bills became, like, the first team in NFL history to lose by holding a quarterback, like, to 22 yards at the time or whatever, and they lost. And tonight they lose with a quarterback completing two passes. And I see this is the first time it's happened since the Bills lost to the Jets in like 1974 or something like that. It just doesn't end. And in fact, I think Brian Blessing brought up the damn game from 1974 today because he's been around so long. I think he did, actually. What a weird game. Crazy game, George. Frustrating game uh, that once again, the Buffalo Bills offense falls short when they have to score under pressure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I agree. Uh, it's almost like Belichick called up this weather because he knows he probably can't match Jones to Allen if the, uh, if the wind's not howling, right? He needed mistakes by Buffalo, and they made them. That was, I, I'm not so worried about the Buffalo uh, didn't stop the run here. I know that's the narrative that uh, New England only passed the ball three times, ran the ball down the, uh, the Bills' throat. But, you know, you take away the mistakes by the Bills, they win the game. That Breida fumble was huge. Not only did it lead to the, the, the Damian Harris, what was it, 60-yard touchdown run, whatever it was, but the Bills were going to score on that drive. At yeah. least a field goal. They, they were heading in the right direction. They could have gotten that field goal from Bass. He had two out of three earlier. So that was, you know, that hurt. I know the, the long touchdown to Diggs, that ball was probably dancing in the air like there's no tomorrow. Still, it hit him in the hands. Dawson Knox dropped at least one. Two others were contested, but they all would have, two would have led the first downs. One would have led to a touchdown. These are all mistakes that probably, you know, you'd like to have. Missed field goal? If you get one of them at them, the missed field goal, I don't, I'm not going to get on Bass too much for that. That's I, tough. I get it. Yeah, you know, when I was watching. Uh, still. You, it's 33 yarder. 33 yarder, I get it. But as I thought, you know, to hit a field goal on this, I'm going, everything's got to be perfect. Snap's got to be perfect. Everything's got to be good. And as soon as I saw a snap was a little bit on the inside, I'm like, oh, my God, he's not going to be able to hit it where he wants. I didn't think he was going to miss. I knew it was kind of windy, but I'm like, dude, it's a 33 yard or whatever, bro. You practice in the wind every damn day. Just drill it. Like, whatever, drill it. Like, you just got to drill it, line drive this thing and drill it. And, uh, you know, hey, he didn't. It is, But like you said, but all that, and not to mention, like, the false starts, George. Like, there's a million little things. Like, it just all adds up to everything, right? That's the thing with the Bills. You can never say, well, it's just that or it's just this. There's, like, a bunch of little things. And I was talking about it earlier, quite frankly. I don't get it that there is kind of sloppy. You know what it is? They're pretty disciplined as a whole, but they don't perform well under pressure. It's as simple as that. They don't. Look at the Tennessee game, guys, on the Monday night. Same thing on the Monday night, Tennessee game. All right, what happened in that game? The Bills came out hot. They were up, whatever. They're all dancing on the sidelines. Life's great for them. I think they were just coming off the Chiefs win, too. And, oh, everyone loves the Bills are amazing, blah, blah, blah. 
Tennessee punch them in the mouth, run the ball down their throat, a couple of big plays. Next thing you know, they're losing and the Bills need to score. What do they do? They went right down the field, George, just like tonight they did. Now, what happened? Got into a fourth down. Play calling was weird. Josh Allen fell. What happened tonight? They, you know, they get down inside the 10. Play calling gets weird. False start. They go backwards. You know, Then there was the other player where Josh Allen tripped over his lineman tonight and then nearly got sacked after. Like, you'll notice every time, like, put it this way. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think Josh Allen could ever be a surgeon, bro. Uh, you know what I'm saying? This guy's shaky. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm dead serious. He didn't go to med school for a reason. He's got shaky. The guy's shaky under pressure, man. He is. He always has been. Like, I don't know. How many wins has Josh Allen had, guys? I hate to say it, George. You know, and I don't hate to say it. It is what it is. But very similar to your guy. Yep. Right? Like, where are the wins? Like, you know what I mean, John? Like, Josh Allen's great when they win, and he puts up numbers and stuff. But I don't know. I'm thinking off the top of my head, how many times was it like, all right, Bills need a touchdown, minute left, Josh Allen let him down the field. Few and far between, bro. Oh, when you were talking, the first when you were talking about you know, uh, the non-pressure wins and how he doesn't perform with the pressure, what's going through my head is, is definitely Dak and the Cowboys. It's the same thing. It's why I have no faith in the Cowboys. They'll beat up the bad teams. It's what Dallas does. But you play a better team, all of a sudden, and listen, no quarterback's going to play as great against good teams as they do against bad teams. I understand that. But you can't be pathetic either. You know, I, you and I talked about that stat while with Dak, you know, the, not last season when he was hurt last season, but the year before that, his numbers against poor teams were, you know, Hall of Fame worthy. Put him in first uh, first year ballot. But against good teams, he was 1-7. And, and I'm not talking 1-7, but the numbers were good. I mean, every number was pathetic, was bad. Touchdown deception ratio, quarterback percent, everything. <laughs> no, was and that's bad, the thing, bad, George. Bad. Remember we I remember you and I talked about this and we had the list and it was surprising and stuff about how lim- how few guys actually did have winning records against good teams. So, but it's not just about like I'm just talking about, like, even Aaron Rodgers isn't, but you could say, oh, yeah, I remember that Monday nighter when he came back against the Bears. Oh, I remember the Hail Mary against the Lions. You know what I mean? Like, Josh Allen, when you define him, you're like, oh, I remember him hurtling over someone. I remember that spectacular play he made. Yeah, when they were winning. Right? I'm just saying, like, under pressure, and every time they've been under pressure, it hasn't ended well. They were under pressure against Pittsburgh. And think about that. For, and that's funny because I went on a big rampage last night defending Ben Roethlisberger. But for all the crap that Pittsburgh gets for sucking, they're a half game back at the Buffalo Bills right now, George. Yeah, that, that's amazing what Pittsburgh's done. Uh, they survived. They just survived. You know, somehow, some way, they managed to you know, get the 500. Right? Win, maybe win the games you should win. I know they tied Detroit, and that can't happen. But you, you beat Baltimore yesterday. You forced Lamar Jackson to where he doesn't look good at all, right? And that's not all Lamar Jackson. That's on the Pittsburgh defense. And, yes, it helps to have an all-world player in T.J. Watt with three-and-a-half sacks yesterday in Lamar Jackson's face over and over again. But they are an organization or a team that seems to always be there. Year in, year out, whether they're a good team, bad team, so-so team, they're always there in December to at least make some noise to make you think they might do some damage. Got to give credit to Tomlin for that. Never had a losing record. Love Tomlin. Love Tomlin. Never had a losing record. It's all you know, just by definition. But it's amazing, too, guys, because the Pittsburgh Steelers own the tiebreaker over the Buffalo Bills because of that week one game. So, like, that's what I'm saying. If you're the Bills, like, you're, you're now you're into the, the, the point where it's like teams that are in eight place own tiebreakers over you. And, oh, yeah, by the way, you're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week. So the updated standings in the AFC right now, Patriots are the top seed at 9-4. and four. The Tennessee Titans are uh, eight and four. Baltimore Ravens are eight and four, although they seem to be shaky and Tennessee are so injured. Kansas City are eight and four right now, the four seed. Chargers are the five seed right now. Bengals six seed, Bills seven seed. If the playoffs started this weekend, the Buffalo Bills would play the Tennessee Titans. The Cincinnati Bengals would be playing against uh, the the Baltimore Ravens and the Los Angeles Chargers and the Chiefs would be playing as of right now, George. Yeah, it's not all about doing group of Buffalo. Hey, hey, you don't have to worry about the Pittsburgh tie break. Pittsburgh at that tie, they would be tied with anybody. Well, somebody, wait, doom and gloom. That's what somebody told me earlier. Hey, Marenzi, the uh, Bill's fan said, the sky's not falling. I said, no, but it's pretty dark out. The late night anger management class continues. Bring it. Let it be done.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. Oh, yeah, it's all set. They got the bug boy out. The bug boy. The little fella's been riding his heart out. They're going to break his maiden. Really? But it's a little slow out there. It rained last night. Oh, this baby loves the slop. Loves it. Eats it up. Eats the slop. Born the slop. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? Like that anger management class. This is Sports Rage. What did I just say? This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. Kicking it. George Kurtz uh, throwing it down with his Rick Saratella NFL Drop Bible, SI.com. will join us later. We'll talk NFL football and uh, we'll focus in on the upcoming NFL draft. Talk about uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, who's just announced um, he's leaving. Well, shocker. And uh, Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson seems to be the consensus number one pick uh, after the last couple of weeks as well as he's played. And not just the last couple of weeks, but his body of work. George Kurtz uh, with us. So, George, was talking about the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. And <clears throat> Pittsburgh Steelers uh, right now, 6-5-1. and one. Uh, The Bills are 7-5. and five, And the Pittsburgh Steelers did beat the Buffalo Bills in week one. So that's a massive... You know, that's a massive tiebreaker scenario there. So suddenly, and I never really thought, I never really, this is a position that I'm in now. Thanks, Josh Allen and Brian Dable. This is a position that I'm in now that suddenly this Pittsburgh-Minnesota game is very important to the Buffalo Bills and Bill fans because we want the Minnesota Vikings to beat them. Otherwise, the Pittsburgh Steelers are are, are, are the wild card team. And, oh, yeah, by the way, too, good news, Buffalo. The Indianapolis Colts are one game back right now. And, oh, yeah, that's another team that you lost to. That's another team that they have the tiebreaker and, you know, uh, disadvantage against. The Bills are really starting to dig themselves a hole, George. Like, deeper than people realize, and this year more than any, George, it seems like this head-to-head stuff in the division, in the conference, is really going to come into play. Yeah, because of the quagmire, right? Every team's so close. With each other, there's gonna be a lot of weird tiebreakers. I think at the end of the season, we're gonna have going down to the third. Any extra game. Yes, I mean it's gonna make it fun, and this is what the NFL wants, by the way. They want all this parity. They want everybody to be involved come week 18. I think coming into yesterday, 24 of 32 teams had a legitimate shot. They're within one game of uh, 500, so they had a shot to make in the playoffs here. Now, as a Pittsburgh, you're not gonna have to worry about the tiebreaker with them because because they have a tie. So they only need to be a half game ahead or a half game behind, unless Buffalo. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they'll make it. Pittsburgh will make Unless, it. Unless well, that's true. I don't know. Maybe they could tie. You never know. But you're right. Good call. Yeah, yeah. So the Colts, though. Colts, same thing. The Colts are seven and six right there. Colts are an issue, right? They're definitely a problem. 
all right, because they're playing well. They're playing well on all sides of the ball. Uh, and I think the Colts are a very good is team. Is that, that your cell wife, phone ring? That was, that was my you... wife calling me. Yeah, she's at work. So What's uh, your uh... – Come on, man! Doesn't she know you're on the air every the same time every week? Yeah. Time? How many? How long have we been doing the show for, Gabe? Well, <laughs> exactly. Years? That's even asking. I, say I asked. Like, oh. come on. <laughs> she, she lose, I mean, shows I've been doing for a decade. She'll come in, go call. It's like you can. <laughs> I have a neon that. sign that says, "Hey, please don't call." Yeah, you gotta get on air. Hilarious. And no, I remind I'm not... her, by the way. I remind her before she leaves. I'm on from what gave from one to two plus today. So make sure you're. Uh, I'll call you after. I'll call her. I don't need her to call me. I'll call. You know, no, she's at the uh, hospital now. So uh, he's a nurse. She's but, not in the hospital. She works at the hospital. Good. Yeah, but I was, uh, and I'm not, you know, fine about the call. You got to do what you got to do. But uh, I was just curious about your uh, your ringtone. What is that you got going on? I sort of heard music. What's the ringtone you have on your phone there? Oh, everybody gets a, a ringtone for me. Uh, that was Blondie Maria. My wife's name is Maria. Oh, so you've got, I've got like specific ringtones for each people. Yeah, yeah, different, yeah. yeah? I do. Yes, that's, that's, it makes it makes my life easier. So I know uh, is it important? Do I need to answer? If I don't have my phone on me, do I need to go run to the phone and answer it? No, it's my brother. I don't. You know, my brother's nickname is Rat, so he gets round and round. Uh, so ah, uh, it's my brother. I'll call him back later. You know, so I like giving people who call. I didn't. Time. I didn't look at you as this technologically advanced that you were able to think like that and pull something like this off. Actually, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. I think somebody showed me how to do the ringtones where I get uh, take them off my Apple Music. So you're, yeah, you're okay, yeah, I was going to say, me, like, I got to be honest, that I feel like a loser, like, I thought about that the other day, my phone rings, and it's like the generic brand, like, ring, it's like, just from the store, you know what I mean? It's like, hello, yeah, Moto, or whatever. And I, I actually thought, I was like, man, I really should do something about this ringtone. The thing is, though, I used to actually, uh, I used to, in the old days, I used to spend money on it. Maybe you should take it. Just call him back. No, now, now she's texting. I'm, I'm turning the phone off now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, she's, she's asking if everything's okay there. You know, and what's funny, when I text her back, by the way, that, you know, I'm on a show now, she goes, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, hon. You know, thanks for that. Uh, you know, nice to be loved, I guess. She's checking in, but I'd be like, yeah, yeah, leave me alone. I'm all right. Like, why wouldn't I be? <laughs> yeah, the, you know, the house is burned down, hon. It's all right. You know, the dog's out there uh, having a party with the other dogs. Yeah, she always thinks that something's gonna be wrong. She works. She works nights. She's worked nights for I don't know twenty years. Uh, it's what she. Or she's checking up on you. She thinks something. You know, she wants to make sure you're not having a party. She knows exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Believe me, it's not like I chill. Not like I'm all that exciting here. I do the same thing every day and night. Only question is, am I here? I'm at the at the hockey rink. Uh, so with my phone, by the way, a normal call would be, "Who are you?" By the who. Like if it if it rings if it rings again then you better answer if the wife calls three times and George turns it off. I'm gonna say hey bro you better you better be answered if she calls again. But you said she's texting now. So when it's unknown it's who are you? Who are you? That's really huh? <laughs> it's one of my. It's pretty much one of my favorite songs. I'm a big uh, Who fan, so it's one of my favorite songs. You know when my niece lived with me, I had burning down the house, talking heads because she lived here and I was afraid she might burn down the house. <laughs> uh, it's just like I say this way I know who uh, who who it is. Right? Do I need? I don't always. I'm not one of those people who carries his phone on him all the time. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I don't like that. So this way, if I hear it, I'm like, uh, oh no, that's that's my niece. I don't need to answer that phone. Or I do need to answer that. This makes my life easier. If my mom called his mother by uh, Pink Floyd. I used to. Uh, I used to have. Um, I used to like get some songs too. Like is my ringtone, but. I used to get tired of them fast, like, you know what I mean? At first, I was like, oh, this is great. But after, like, a week of it, um, you know what I want? I've always wanted, actually. Um, I've never seen it. I guess I could find it online now. This was years ago, but I knew a dude. Um, his phone rang, and it was just the ESPN Sports Center sound. I was like, I yeah, it's not bad, actually. That's, that's not bad, that one. The ringtone was pretty good, yeah. I used to have this week in baseball. Remember that? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that that ringtone. You you can buy, you can download an app, and if you have the song on your phone, which you can get anywhere. Oh, uh, so uh, yeah, You know what? I should get the NBA theme music as my ringtone. Dun 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 but the thing is, I always turn my ringer off, and I don't like answering the phone, so I don't know if I like need to go through all this you're my, trouble. You're my brother. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I need to go through, go through, go through all that trouble. A lot, lot of trouble there. Um, so, so wow. So good call though, George, about that tie. But I'm telling you, that tie is better than a loss for them. 
Damn right. I wouldn't discount it. Like, they could finish ahead of the bill still, so let's not just discount that. You know what I mean? Like, the tie's better than a loss. You know, it might be, might be a negative. It might not. It might help him. It might not. In the end, we'll see. But big game against the Minnesota Vikings uh, this week. And as it is now, I got to tell you, George, that was a tough loss for the Vikings, wasn't it? That was, that was a gut-wrenching one. All right, so how about this, guys? So this is the tiebreaker right now, George, for Minnesota. So they're five and seven. They're a game back. All right, um, they're five and seven, but Philadelphia uh, is six and seven. So these guys have played another game, etc. But so Carolina are five and seven. So this is how detailed it is for the tiebreaker. So this is Minnesota. Why they're ahead of Carolina, even though they have the same record. Wins tiebreak over Carolina based on head-to-head win percentage. Division tiebreak was initially used to eliminate Atlanta. Carolina wins tiebreak over Atlanta and New Orleans based on head-to-head win percentage. Division tiebreak was initially used to eliminate New Orleans. Carolina wins tiebreak over Atlanta and New Orleans based on head-to-head win percentage. Like, And then, you know, there's a couple of these other ones. We could get into the strength of victory. Right? When you get, in, get into the strength of... Um, uh, get the uh, the strength of victory, the, but basically head to head and conference is the key, George. Right? If you that's, the that's, division, yes. Yeah, that's the exact. That's the key. You know, you don't want to lose. That's why it's tough. But if you're the Bills, you still don't want to lose this game to Tampa. But so Minnesota gut wrenching loss to to Detroit. But it was almost poetic justice. They beat Detroit on a last-second field goal earlier this year. Detroit deserved better. Listen, the Detroit Lions are 8-4 and four against the spread, guys. One of the best teams ATS in the NFL. Um, this is a must-win. I like the Steelers against the Ravens because I knew it was a must-win. Ben said it was a must-win. I mean, the reports leaked that Ben's going to be retiring most likely. And, you know, it was a must-win. I thought it was one of those, you know, win-one-for-the-gipper type of games. And they found a way because Baltimore went for two uh, in the end. But now I think Minnesota are in one of these, listen, our season's on the line type of games. Like, they, they can't afford to lose again. Like, the Vikings need to win, and they can get back in this because everyone else is flaky. Look, Washington 6-6, six and six, but they're playing your Cowboys a bunch of times, right? The Niners are hit or miss. The Eagles are hit or miss. The Vikings aren't done, but they need to win on Thursday. What's your opinion on the game? Oh, they absolutely need to win on Thursday. Now, one thing that's in the favor of the Vikings, actually, they got to take care of business. But Washington and Philadelphia, who are both ahead of them, but they play each other twice. So they really need Washington or Philadelphia. I don't know if they're ready for one to sweep the other, to knock the other out, and they, they get yeah, it yeah. wrong, or if they want to split there so they can catch both teams here. So that's what I'm wondering there. As for the game itself, I don't think Adam Thielen's playing. They, they said he has a high ankle sprain, which means he has no chance in this game Thursday. If I'm Pittsburgh, I'm taking Jefferson out. Dalvin Cook could be back. I don't think that matters. Madison's fine. If it was at home, I would really like Pittsburgh. In Minnesota, you said it's, it's a must-win for the Vikings. I'll oh, say they find a way. But saying Minnesota finds a way is tough. They usually find a way to lose. Well, that's the thing, and because the team has to win doesn't mean they're going to win. I don't like that narrative just only in that, but I do think it's a good spot for the Vikings. More with Kurtz on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. What they what we thought they were. 
We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's poop? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Man, it's just so fitting, Kurtz. <laughs> it just works on so many levels. We let them off the hook. They did let them off the hook. George, when you watch the Bills play, I am Rancy kicking it with George Kurtz, Sports Grid Radio Network. Kurtz says Sports Grid Radio Network, uh, George Kurtz. I am Rancy, Sirius XM Channel 159, the Mightier 1090, Sports Map, Sports Byline, Armed Forces Radio Network, and everything else in between. You know, the, the play calling of the Bills, George, it's just it's pathetic. Right? Like, as soon as they start moving the ball, then they run the ball again on first down, lose yards, and then they have a false start. It's like rinse and repeat. Like, how many times did we see them tonight march down the field, get to the 10-yard line, and go backwards? Their red zone offense wasn't pretty. I think it's a, it's a problem. Uh, they, they're going to have to fix. Uh, at the, it's almost like the Patriots, they didn't care what you did between the 20s, right? They just want make sure you're not going to get in there. You're going to try and kick a field goal here. We're not going to let you in the end zone. Like I said, it wasn't pretty. There's work to be done there. I'm not going to panic about the Bills. Oh, not over this game. I'm just not. Now, if you want to tell me it's a body of work, that's different. That's been going on and on. That's that's a different kind There's of There's a lot of games, though, George. Like, how can you not, you saying. know, that's how can we saying. not it's, panic? It's, it's the body of work that worries me. It's not that tonight's game, but it is the body of work. I thought, Were you surprised? I think I saw one of your tweets. Uh, I didn't see it at the time. I thought there would be more, and I know, listen, he got his overprop as far as the rushing yards, but I thought there would be a lot more design runs for Josh. Yeah, there were none. Right? This is a big game for them. This wasn't like, okay, you're playing. Uh, I that's, in Brian, that's on Brian Dable, the play caller. Like, how is that possible that you don't have six, seven design runs with one of the best running quarterbacks in the NFL in one of the windiest games in the history of the league? How exactly. is that possible? Uh, are, they, are you trying to protect them? I mean, is that From what? what? You don't want them to take hits? I, well, have they looked at the standings? That, that's my thing. I can understand that if it's a week eight game against the Giants. This is week, whatever, 13 against the Patriots, the battle for the AFC East in, some, uh, in a lot of ways here. I think everything's on the table here. And I, like I said, I expected a huge night from Josh Allen. I was thinking, wow, he might get 80 to 100 yards rushing. Wouldn't shock me at all. Let him, he's a big man. Let him run. Let the Patriots have to worry about that. Almost play 10 blockers on 11. With Josh Allen around the ball here, I was surprised. We, I was very surprised we didn't see a lot more of that. George Kurtz uh, kicking it with us. So Thursday night football, as we talked about, massive game for the Minnesota Vikings. Looking at um, looking at the um, the point spreads right now for this week, and looking at the schedule and how everything plays out. So the Vikings are minus three, and Pitless and Minnesota are another one of these teams that are hard to trust, right? You don't know what you're going to get from this team. And quite frankly, really, I mean, you look at this game, and between Pittsburgh and Minnesota, how the hell is this game not coming down to the wire and someone's going to do something dumb at the end, right? And let's be real, Pittsburgh kind of, you know, they got lucky. Baltimore went for two. I guess they made the play. It is what it is. They won the game. But... It's a short week for them. Now they're going on the road. They're an extremely beat-up football team. And I defended Ben Roethlisberger over the weekend, but I don't know if I want to make this a weekly habit of taking this guy <laughs> right now because it is pretty pedestrian, but they find a way. And, you know, Minnesota are a frustrating team, but as I stated, I just I think Minnesota are in a good spot here. I don't like Thielen being out, though, I tell you that. Yeah, I don't think Thielen's playing. Oh, that's, we're not, that's not for sure yet. He's got the high angle. He did not participate. If they would have had a practice, he would have been limited, uh, uh, stated as a non-participant. I don't see him playing. I just don't. Uh, I think with Minnesota, to me, they're the charges of the NFC. A team, good team, finds a way to lose. You, just, I, you can't trust them week to week. I can't. I don't know what they're going to do. I think Zimmer's gone at the end of the year as well. I don't think he's coming back next year. I think he's going to get fired because I think, uh, what, they've lost all, I think seven of their, lo- their seven losses have been by 31 points. Which means they're finding a way to lose. They're making the mistake to lose these games. You cannot lose to Detroit last week. I don't care how well Detroit's playing, and they have been playing well. You can't lose that game, especially on that you know it's the last drive for a touchdown. You, that, that defense has the to playoff, co- the 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 scheme that they had last something to be desired too. The fact that Buddy got open in the end zone like that, like yeah. when they had to throw it in the end zone, exactly. It just it just uh, can't happen. All right, so th- this these are the big games this week in the NFL. So Pittsburgh and Minnesota is a massive game. The Raiders and the Chiefs, all right, it's big. But 
it's the end of the line here for the Raiders. They're running, you know what I mean? The Raiders are running out of gas. The Chiefs are dialing it up a notch, but it is nine and a half points. Uh, but is it, you know, let's get into the games, the critical games. Pittsburgh and Minnesota is like a must win for both teams. All right, that's a must win for both teams. Baltimore and Cleveland. Big time game here. Cleveland Browns minus two and a half hosting Baltimore. And uh, Baltimore clearly struggling. And Harbaugh said that he went for the two, not due to analytics, right? You know, he said after that he wasn't being cute, basically. Why'd you go for the two? Said, I wasn't being cute. I was out of bodies. He said, I didn't have any more defensive backs. All of my cornerbacks were done, and I literally didn't have anyone to send back out there. And that's why he went for, for the two. So I don't know how, how, how healthy are they going to be suddenly this week. So I know I need to know their injury report. So the, the Cleveland Browns minus two and a half. That's a big-time game. Atlanta and Carolina is a train wreck, but it is a big game. There's a little mini playoff eliminator there with uh, Carolina laying three to the Falcons. Your Dallas Cowboys and the Washington football team, a red-hot Washington football team suddenly, George. Cowboys minus four and a half. What's your take? My take is the Cowboys are going to give me Ajita, and they're going to lose this game. Because, once again, this is Dak. Big game. They'll, they'll come up small. And they're not playing well. When was the last time the Dallas Cowboys played well? Is it the Atlanta game? That's pretty much the last game that they played well. Right? They you lost to the Raiders. You lost to Denver. You lost to Kansas City. They have not been a very good team of late here. You said Washington's playing well. This is it, You can throw everything out the window in the Dallas-Washington game anyway. These two teams do not like each other. It's in Washington. Now, the Washington football team likely will not have Logan Thomas, and that's a huge loss. Huge loss. I mean, they kind of never Miami. have them, though. Like, you know what I mean? They never I mean, have anybody that lot. team. I know. Exactly. If you go, I mean, he just came team. back. He just came back, right? So he got hurt. If you go position group by position group, name me one area that's better than Dallas. One, one area. A better punter? Maybe. I don't know. You know. Other than that, I would take Dallas and just about every area. Yeah, this will be. This will come down to a last-second game again. Who makes the least amount of mistakes? And I cannot trust the Cowboys, mainly because they can't win things easy. If they win this game, the division is over. All right? Now, once again, they can relax, you know, just go for seeding here. They lose this game. Washington controls their whole destiny. They win out. They're not going to do that, mind you. But if they were to win out, they win the NFC East. They played Dallas twice. They're two games behind. So if they win out, boom, they win the division there. So uh, I think it's going to be a close game come down to the end. I'm likely going to take the points here. I, I won't because um, you know, I'm a Cowboy fan. I can't do that. But I'm not betting on the Cowboys here. I've been down this road too many times before, Gabe. Just too many times before with this team. They come up small in big games, and I expect them to do the same here. Can you believe that Washington have won their last two games, 17-15? 17-15 against Vegas and 17-15 against Seattle? That's the definition of finding a way, isn't it? Like, that's what they're doing. They're just finding a way. And I don't know. None of it makes sense. You talked about, like, come on. So they're already they're already without um, without Chase Young, they're without Montez Sweat, then they're without Landon Collins, they're without McKissick, and they go they win against the Raiders, they lose Logan Thomas, they, it's like they just keep winning no matter who they lose, which is amazing, and now it sets up against the Cowboys, and as George stated, I mean this is one of these rivalry type of um, series, but Dallas have gotten the better of them, right? Although Washington won twice last year, forty one sixteen. 20-25-3, but they're in a quarterback situation, whatever. Dallas won the year before, 47-16, 31-21. I remember that. Uh, I remember the Thanksgiving game uh, years ago in 2018, the 31-23 game. So Dallas have matched up pretty well with them when they've had Dak Prescott. If Dak plays, I don't need to play great. Just plays better than average. Dallas will win the game. They have too many weapons. The way to attack Washington is generally their secondary. That's the, that's the weak point. And without Chase Young, they don't have the, quite the defensive front they used to have. And with Dallas, defense will be as healthy as it's been all season uh, come Sunday. DeMarcus Lawrence came back against the Saints. Randy Gregory is coming back on Sunday. So is Neville Gallimore. There are no excuses for the Cowboys. None, nil, nada. But I think the defense will play fine. It's the offense. I can't, I can't believe I'm saying this. I can't believe in week 14 I'm worried about the Cowboys' offense and there are no injuries. It'd be different. Yeah. Oh, okay, Dak got hurt or whatever. No, everyone's fine. You know, and I'm worried about the Cowboy offense. Can't believe this. The you know the blue. Well, I can't believe the Buffalo Bills can't here. score a damn touchdown, George. Either, right? Like here we are. So, like I said, I, I just like I said, I, I just been down this road too many times with the Cowboys, where they just disappoint me when I think they're better than maybe they really are. And after a while, that's that's nothing but the players that you choke in big opportunities. That seems to be what the Cowboys do. It seems to be what Dak does. 
You know, and it's a big game. It's not a huge game because it's not a make-or-break game for the Cowboys. If they lose, they'll still be in first place. They're still going to make the playoffs. But if you want to ice this division, you know, and have a nice rest of your uh, December here, then you need to win this game. It's no, there's no reason to lose this game. None, nil, nada. We'll see. But it's the way they've been playing in November, hard to have faith that they're going to come up big on Sunday. The Cowboys are up, too. They're up two games that they play twice. So as you say, to Washington control their own destiny, this is a massive game. Getting the four and a half is kind of attractive right now with a team that's on the on the streak and fighting away uh, like Washington has been. Here's another. Here's the schizophrenic bowl here. The matchup: Cincinnati and San Francisco. Like, wow. Like who's which one's going to show up, right? So San Francisco's minus one on the road. Totals 47 and a half there. And here's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Buffalo Bills, 425 Eastern time. And once again, the Bills get a ton of respect. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, George, minus three. Total 52 and a half. And don't forget, the Bills are without Trey White, who is their best um, best offensive player. And they're you know one of the best defensive backs and cornerbacks in the National Football League. Without him... And I predicted, I said, ah, it won't really matter against the Patriots because the Patriots are going to run the ball anyways. And I said this even the other night, like before I got into it with Teddy Covers about this. He said, what are you crazy? And the Patriots throw the ball. I said, they won't against the Bills. They're going to try to run the ball against us. Belichick always does this. So um, now, though, without Trey White, this is where it's going to hurt against a team like the Bucks, George, that have a bunch of wide receivers you got to stop. So they're only getting three points. What are you thinking of that? Tampa minus three, the total's 52 and a half. I said the same thing this, uh, this afternoon on Coast to Coast, that uh, this will be the one game where the white injury is not going to matter. But next week, it's probably the rest of the season it will matter here. Uh, I Listen, I'm going to like the over a lot here. I think a lot of points are going to be scored in this game. Uh, this is a much more important game for Buffalo than it is uh, for Tampa Bay. But it's not, I, guess I said before, it's not doom and gloom for Buffalo. All right, even if they were to lose this game against Tampa Bay. And listen, they might. You know, listen, you can't say you're going to go to Tampa Bay and beat Tampa Bay. You can't say that. But even if you do lose here, the schedule gets much nicer after that. Right? So you'll be fine. You know, I think there's no way the Buffalo Bills aren't going to make the playoffs here. I can't, can anybody see them losing, you know, the rest of the season here? Carolina, Atlanta, New York. They do play New England again. But Carolina, Atlanta, and New York are all in Buffalo. I can't see any of those three teams beating the, the Bills of Buffalo. I don't know if I could see them beating them all if they was on the road here. So that already gets the Bills 10 wins here. So like I said, the Tampa Bay game is not doom and gloom uh, if they do lose that game. I'm probably going to – I'm not betting the game, not uh, the game total itself. Uh, but I will take the over in this contest. In my mind, this is going to be props galore. Yeah, there will be points in this one. The Bills will score. This will be a different style of game, this one. I guess I'll get suckered. I don't trust the Bills anymore, so I'll take the Bills on a teaser plus 10 to the over 45 and a half. Speaking of doom and gloom, the Chicago Bears play the Green Bay Packers on Sunday Night Football, but next Monday we have another good one. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals only like two and a half points, not getting a lot of respect either. And the L.A. Rams, the fraudulent Rams, the very Buffalo Bill-like L.A. Rams getting two and a half, the same type of Ram team like the Bills that can't beat anybody good. Mova Kurtz on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.
the Monday Night Meltdown. This is Sports Rage. I am Marantz. The Buffalo Bills melted down this evening. 14-10. Feels like they lost 40-10 to somehow, but it was really 14-10. And, oh, it was just one thing after another. But congratulations to Patriot Packers. And um, they were the better football team. They won the game. You know, they made the plays when they had to. They came up with the stops when they had to. And the Buffalo Bills, lack of execution, did them in once again. If you're just joining us, the Buffalo Bills now get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'll tell you what, Tom Brady's like 32-2 and two against these guys. Right? Like, he's absolutely owned them over the years uh, with the New England Patriots. And now um, they have to go to Tampa. So from the extreme wind and cold into the Florida heat this week. One of the games, like the, the games are most, so like we said, the big games this week. Pittsburgh, Minnesota, Thursday is pretty cool. Uh, it's a big game. Baltimore and Cleveland's interesting. Big time stuff. Dallas and Washington. Uh, Washington are in this for first place. Uh, we've got San Francisco and Cincinnati. Buffalo, Tampa Bay, and then the Monday Nighter, George, the Rams and the Cardinals. And people don't really talk. They haven't talked about the Cardinals in a couple of weeks, if you'll notice. Right? Like, you know, I mean, Kyler Murray was gone. It was just, you know, it was Arizona all the time. And then people have just sort of forgotten about them. But don't forget about them. If you look at the standings, they are 10-2. and two. Yeah, I think we sort of forgot about him because Murray they hadn't played in a couple of weeks, right? Hopkins uh, was always banged up. Now they're back, and Murray looks back. I mean, he looked fast again yesterday where that uh, you know, the lower body of the calf is healed. Uh, they're dangerous, and I like them. Once again, they're probably not getting respected enough Monday night. I guess you could make an argument the game's more important to the Rams, but not really. They're stuck in that spot. Cardinals are going to win that division. Cardinals is playing to get the number one seed and get that bye here. I like the Cardinals a lot Monday night. Me too. And uh, you know what? I keep thinking the line's going to go up to three, but the odds makers and the public like the Rams on a week. Look, the Rams were favored guys at the Packers. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Rams are like the Bills. The public love them. The odds makers love them. I don't know if it's the computer metrics that are so high on them, uh, but they're overvalued all the time. And Arizona are being undervalued here uh, right now. All right, a couple of more uh, minutes with Kurtz on the other side. Rick Saratella is going to join us as well. The late night anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. Come on, then I'm out down. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work. Tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers: thirty-seven thousand. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.